0: Welcome to our next adventure with Kemology 411, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So set back. Make sure your seat belt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure, electronic devices must remain on. As we are ready to take off on our next adventure, Introducing Kim Schultz and Kimology411.
1: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 16. This evening we're going to be talking about tipping, good or bad. And for those people who actually work for tips, we're going to give you a few tips. I am Kim Schultz and I'm your adventure coordinator for this show. Let's say hi to my co-host Tyson Harley. That's me. What's going on? Oh, not a lot. I am excited that my shows are back on. I'm a big TV person. Oh yeah,
0: we realize that our little little topics to warm up the audience and ourselves are all about media outside of, wait a second, let me think of this, when we're recording this, okay, so episode 14 was after the divisional round. Episode fifteen mm. was after the conference round. I think hopefully by now the Kansas City Chiefs are waiting to go to the Super Bowl. Right, if me I predicted, I actually did put that in my office uh, pool. I did cool. pick them, even though I do have frustration. So I think as this runs, it'll be the week in between this uh, the conference championships and the Super Bowl. Right. So that'll be very exciting if that happens. Exactly. When is the Super Bowl? Mm, I, it, it should be I, I don't have the is date. it like
1: February like the first. It might
0: week? even be February 2nd. Like I, the I first remember.
1: weekend in February maybe. I don't yeah,
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, otherwise, quick hits. Quick Hits. is really about media. Quick yeah. hits with Tyson. Bap! Um I'll eat your babies. <laughs> remember? We were gonna eat your babies? Do. That's what Tyson said to him. Oh,
1: Watson. oh my god. It's still not got, getting any hey, better. It
0: is delicious. <laughs> I, can't, I turn it into I don't know what that accent turns into. I, can't I, we, I do not, not know. Good. It's still so, not good. <laughs> we'll do, <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> So, one, we are thinking of different... In between recording episodes, for some reason, we went. We thought of, I want a cool writer. No, like, grease like 2 instead yes. of Grease. I'm like... Hey, Kim, so you remember Grease, too? She's like, do I ever?
1: Yeah. Because he was so handsome. Oh, my gosh. He, uh, we didn't even figure out well, his, his name was. His name is Andrew
0: or something. Andrew. And it was the one with Michelle Pfeiffer. Right. Instead of Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. And so they kind of switched roles, whereas the new person um, in, the, in the first one was Olivia Newton-John. Wait a second, am I got that right? Yeah. The new person in this case was the guy. Who had the Australian accent or whatever?
1: Well, it was Michelle Pfeiffer as well. I mean, it was yeah. That's the only that. one I think that was back was like the Beauty Scroll Girl that dropped out, wasn't she? In this one,
0: I don't remember. Like there but was there like was a couple few. of them in there. <laughs> no, um, John. Although that was a good stand-in. I don't know what Andrew, whatever his name, did after that. I could have it wrong. Andy Caulfield. Am I saying it? Did I get it? Uh, no. Andrew Caulfield. Oh, let me
1: see. I'm I'm, I'm trying. <sighs> I'm trying to look. You keep talking about... Well, I'm going to tell you about my um, my Grease 2 story. Because he brought it up. It's it's Maxwell Caulfield.
0: Oh, not bad. Not so bad. Got Caulfield. That I, that I mean, I got you kind of... Yeah, right?
1: Caulfield. Yeah. I'm just kind of looking through all the people that... Yeah, Didi Khan. She was the, the one that had a little voice. And she did the <laughs> beauty school and got dropped out and all that stuff. And, uh, of course, there was a couple people. But, anyway on that on that one so back in the day when i saw for the first the time the
0: day like the yeah, exact like, meaning of the day like when day. it first
1: came out cuz i loved grease i love up musicals the day it this says, is happening. see
0: this see this situation
1: my friend terry uh, she said how was the movie and i said oh my gosh it was so awesome i just can't believe that they killed the lead off It was horrible. Like, I've never been to a movie like that before. And that's all I said. I just dropped it. It was over. So, like, a couple days later, her and I went to go see it. And we were at the same theater. We're sitting there. And, of course, he goes over the cliff. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. (laughs) Motorcycle.
0: Wait a second in in case you haven't seen this 1986 movie.
1: (laughs) He goes over the cliff and she just starts to cry. Like she's crying because we're talking like
0: goose diving, Top Gun. Yeah, like, like,
1: oh my gosh, like. And she's she's sobbing because he's so cute and she couldn't believe that they killed the cute guy. Because I mean, ugly people, but he's so cute. And all of a sudden, he shows up at the end and she just punches me in the arm. She goes, "I hate you." And that was just kind of like, and scene.
0: So other media, I, I had mentioned that I picked up some stuff and we watched Dark City. I had told you about this. Yeah. It turns out this is, I said, it's kind of a mechanical version of Matrix, if you will. I, I took it to the, the nephews and they liked it, even though it was made in 1999. And we, it turns out it was made like, that was the same year Matrix was made. Right. Which is, so we kind of wondered, well, I wonder if one borrowed from the other. Way I didn't really think that, but the nephews wondered. Anyway, they liked it too. So look up Dark City. It but- has... It has Kiefer Sutherland in it. And also William Hurt, if you remember William Hurt. I remember
1: Hurt. William Hurt, yeah. Yeah,
0: um, it's it's surprisingly good. And it's also, I think it's a person who did, I say, I can't remember his director. I'm not good at remembering directors and writers yeah. and producers, but who did The Crow later. Remember The Crow? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's
0: where the guy died. It was one of that's the-, with the um, That
1: was the karate guy?
0: Yeah. Um, oh, what is his name? We're yeah, totally the son, the yeah, son Brandon, Brandon,
1: Brandon Lee, or Brandon, yeah, Brandon something Lee. like that. Yeah.
0: And then uh, look up another one real quick, and this is all I have for media. It's it's a, a show called Ghost World, and it has, oh my God, uh, it has first of all, young, who's the blonde who plays the uh, shapely um, heroine on some of the Marvel movies, I'm suddenly forgetting the all my names. Oh my gosh! Anyway, look up Ghost World. It is incredible. It's a really good coming of age movie that has a little bit of Napoleon Dynamite in it. It has it has uh, Buscemi, Steve Buscemi, and it has everybody's favorite blonde woman that's kind of shapely with big lips, and I can't think of her name right now. Very Scarlett
1: very, Johansson.
0: Yeah, but she is not the lead. People look at that. Apparently my nephew's like, uh, she's annoying. I don't know if some people think that because she's like over, overdone or, or something like that. But she is not even the lead. The, the lead is, is the other young lady and she's incredible. Thora Birch. Yeah, it's supposedly made off of a comic book called Ghost World. It's a really good movie, both funny and, and also deep and it'll make you think. So anyway, those are the two um, couple of the media that that i would looked at lately. And then you said, while I was leaning towards older movies there, you were looking at um, your more recent series.
1: Yeah, because every time on Facebook, you always hear people like, oh, what should I be watching? And I I like a variety of of shows, and you're going to see that right here, because literally... Uh, the latest movie that I saw that I actually watched was John Wick Three. I finally got to see. I saw that, you this one. putting on
0: media. Chelsea that you and went I, to that. yeah, we went. Well, I, I watched
1: it because I have it. I'll give it to you. Yeah. You can you can watch it. If you do not enjoy killing, I don't want to watch it because this one has more killing than the first two, but it. I'm laughing and like, oh, you're laughing. And here's these people getting stabbed in the eyeball, and you're laughing because it's so over the top killing. It's almost funny. All and right. so, him and um, Halle Berry are their big karate. Th- oh, man, it was just, it was. It was good. Some of the parts I couldn't watch because I don't like the graphic part of it, and they're really they're really graphic. But it's like I said, it's over the top. So I really enjoyed John Wick, and then before that was Frozen too at the movie theater. So my movies they kind of go like I watch a bunch of different ones. Sure, but. You talked about the Moody's. We've talked about it on two different shows. Yeah, I
0: mentioned it twice because I thought, is this going to be maybe good enough to be a new tradition? Where it's like a, it was like a five or six parter split was... into half an hours, but they put both for well, most nights they put the half an hour back to back. I think they right. just made that so it could be flexible later, and they can do thirty minutes, right? You know, if they wanted to, and it had. Our boy... ah, Anyway, it's called the Moody's. Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Yeah. And a bunch of other character actors Mm -hmm. that you would recognize. Yep. So you watched it after all. I did
1: watch it, and it was funny. Like, it was just a dysfunctional family, and... It was funny, like overtop dysfunctional. But it was it was really good. So I don't know because it was like the Moody's and then it was like Christmas something. So I don't know if the Moody's will be end up being like this family and having to go through more turmoil right. or if it literally was just see like the Moody's I, I, I don't know I, I could but you see did it. like it I could see it going so yes it was, it and was I really think good. And I
0: haven't heard a lot in the ether as far as oh that was great but I also haven't heard that it was bad so it's I good. don't know if they, I don't know if they'll I just mean whether it was well accepted like popularly well and and if so I don't know whether it'll stay on Fox but I think worst case it can syndicate it to one of those places that does a lot of Christmas stuff yeah because I watched so it, I it on Hulu to see it next.
1: I watched it on Hulu really hmm yeah, nice. I, didn't, I don't have all those other channels, but Hulu had it. And so Hulu pulls it in. So that's kind of how I watched so it. So you liked that one. I did watch that one. And then I was, um, one of my favorite was Vampire Diaries. I love Vampire Diaries. And then the originals came from that. And the guy that, um, Ian Somerhalder, who plays Damien who, by the way, looks like Rob Lowe, like a young Rob Lowe. I know what you mean though. He's just freaking cute as all get out. He is directing and starring in a new vampire show called V-Wars. And it is a Netflix, just a Netflix show. Um, And... So, if you enjoy series. those other two... Yeah, it's okay. series. If you enjoy those other two shows, you might not like this one. Because this is the real vampire. This is more like the Walking Dead kind of a vampire Wait show. Wait a second.
0: If you enjoy which two if, others? If, the others that he was in? Yeah. If, so, he's but, he's doing a different take on the,
1: it? Yeah. this okay. is This is this is about a disease that starts spreading through the humans and the government and all that kind of stuff. But they rip heads off on this one. And when you watched... Um, the other ones like the original and all that stuff it was kind of over the top as well it's like oh look klaus he's ripping off a head again and all this kind of stuff and i still watch um legacy which is the third one in the trilogy but this one has nothing to do with that it still has to do with vampires But it is grotesque, and one of my friends who watched the other ones and loves them couldn't make it through, like, episode two or three. Reminds me a little bit
0: uh, of, I started watching The Strain some time ago off FX, but I didn't finish watching it. Sounds a little bit more uh, gritty and real and scary.
1: There was times I had to close my eyes and I was just so going, it's all, don't the, kill the a whole season. So the whole dropped. yeah, it's just yeah. They just it's ne- a Netflix se- a series. And you finish this season? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. But I only watch one show a night when I'm watching these shows. So the Moody's it took me six nights to watch it. I didn't binge it or anything like that. I really like to enjoy watching it for like six nights in a row. So I yeah. did watch that. Um, the other one that I started watching was uh, soundtrack. And that was just by a fluke. I was just kind of like... Also
0: Netflix or what? Netflix,
1: yeah. Um, so basically, you you just have to really kind of watch it because it's got, it's got music components to it, but it's not them really singing it. It's not like it's a musical. It's kind of like it's in their head and they're acting it out to these songs that fit into it. And right. um, at the beginning, the, the star talks about music and says, every song is a love song. And they basically take these... They take all these different songs and put it into the movie. And you wouldn't think they were a love song, but they are. Whether they love the job, love the family, love your life, love freedom. Hmm. Um, anyway, and it, it goes back and forth and back and forth. And then it has this complete little circle. And at the very end, the very end, I mean, I caught a couple of it. But at the very end, you're just kind of like, oh, man. And this family struggles. You said this is one of
0: those kind of like. I, I want to say True Detective, but I'm not sure if that's it. Uh, where the season is it for that cast of characters?
1: I think it is. I think this one is. I think this one is over. I can't imagine them redoing it because the whole love story is starting out with how they meet, what goes on, and then the ending. And there's pretty much an ending. Now they could continue it, but I can't imagine it would. So it might. I, I don't know I, I have absolutely no clue and, but it was actually pretty good. And
0: aside, good. real quick, I know uh, is that I think I read recently that Netflix is now bigger than any studio and it, it, it's like the most productive, Ugh, if you yeah, will, studio that, as much. Yeah, as Yeah, they
1: need out. to call me because I think you and I could do some movies. Yeah, I think we I could think come so. up with some stuff. Yeah. Um, and then Annie with an E. Chelsea told me like a year ago you have to watch Annie with an E and that's like Anne of Green Gables and it's only three seasons and i'm (laughs) on season two and they just released season three and then you'll be i'll be done with it an
0: era film or yeah it's
1: back in it's back back in the horse and buggy days and uh it's so good on netflix uh-huh wow yep that's on netflix and then uh magicians so my brother and i used to share sling and he doesn't have sling anymore but magicians showed up and christopher is a magician but Frank was watching Magicians, and I started watching it. And this is actually like a sci-fi show, so it's not like the magic people making people float. These people have true powers, and they are magic. And they go to different comp, they go to different countries that are underworlds, and they go through different dimensions, okay. and and it gets pretty sci-fi. You have to kind of watch sure. it, and then they die, but then they come back, and they're not the right person, and then they split to personalities, and so anyway, Magicians is really good, and I'm still watching the last season of that but one of my christmas gifts this year my daughter's husband bought me the complete series of mcmillan and wife
0: if you say so
1: remember who are you are you truly 50 years old what is... McMillan and Wife had um, Rock Hudson and Susan St. James, and Rock Hudson was the commissioner, and then they had Mysteries. It's kind of like a murder she wrote, but back in the 70s. Oh. So my daughter... Rock Hudson and- Rock Hudson and-, and Susan St. James.
0: Okay. don't remember exactly who that is, but I feel you would, like... You who- would
1: know her because right. she had another show um, where it was her and her friend, they... We're best. Oh, I couldn't even tell you what that was. So you got
0: the whole series.
1: I got the whole. I got all six seasons of it, plus the movies that they made with it. My daughter and I started watching it on Netflix probably four years ago, five years ago, and when she was younger, and we would actually before she was married because we would be watching it, you know, like one a day, and then all of a sudden Netflix changed it to where you had to get the, you had to like buy the other subscription to get the rest of it. So we didn't get to finish the last couple series. So we've always kind of talked about it and my daughter loves it. Like she loves it. So when I opened it up, one thing she goes, can we take that to Florida with us? You think? I'm like, no, we're not going to take this to Florida. You're going to have to come over to my house and watch this on non-Florida time. So anyway, I'm excited about seeing that. That's
0: cool. I I, I, I bought my mom. um, I just figure my mom's, you know, in her seventies. So, and so, you go, okay, well, Golden Girls, you know, who doesn't like Betty White? Everybody loves Betty White, but it wasn't Golden Girls. It was hot in Cleveland. Oh. And it, but she had a hard time hearing it, apparently, because it was, you know, movies, they're they're re, uh, remastered in the, in the studio. Right. And I think maybe just the fact that it's live and, and just the... the the uh, timber of the voices and over the live mics. She had a hard time. It's like, oh, great. I just totally struck out on, on that one. Uh, <laughs> my sister wanted, a, a, what is the one very popular English, uh, British series. Oh, geez. I'm not thinking of it now. Upton. Oh, Downton,
1: Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey,
0: where it actually is Downton Abbey. And so she says this and I go, okay, great. Went to a a local place and got four seasons of it. I'm like, rockin'. And she's like, I wanted the movie. I already have all the seasons. So I screwed screwed that away. (laughs) I knew she'd said movie, but I thought that she would take the movie. They just released the movie. Yeah, the movie. I thought she would take either, that she didn't have either one. So I'm like, four seasons, not bad. Pretty good, pretty good big brother. And it's like, absolutely wrong.
1: Wrong. (laughs) Boo. Well, and so. I think I talked about it before. I did finish The Masked Singer. Um, and that's a really good show. And I won't talk I about like it, it because you got to watch it. Because you, I'm not going to tell you who any of those people are. But there's two seasons of it. it comes They're going to start the third season in January. So it's one of those... Yep. It's one of those they cool. I think they've done probably like six seasons really, you know, it all together. Just get it done with. Right. And then they release it. And, and um, yeah, so... Because... You would think that it would be really hard to have all those audiences have to sign non-disclosures as opposed to just basically having them come back for a week or whatever. But I do know that one of the people was flying back and forth in between shows. So I do know that it it took some time. It wasn't like one day. But anyway... um, that was that was a really good show. So we're going to come back after this commercial break, and we're going to talk about tipping. And as you said, we're not tipping cows.
0: Oh, see, I grew up in Iowa, so I figured figured as much.
1: You're going to tip some cows? Well, we're going to tip some actually, waiters and waitresses. You did.
0: That would make me mad if I was a sleeping waiter standing there.
1: <laughs> you got tipped. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome to 2020. As we begin a new year, I hope that you are ready for the ride of your life. Tyson and I have so much more to discuss and there are hours and hours more of Chemology 411 on its way. Last year was just a sampling of what we wanted to offer our fans. We're excited to continue to help direct you in new and adventurous directions. Think outside the box. Plus we are having way too much fun to stop. Each adventure will take you places that might be unfamiliar, but it will always be entertaining. By joining Chemology 411 private group on Facebook, you can contribute to our shows. If you know of any friends, who you feel would enjoy our show, please make sure to invite them to our group and podcast. In 2020, we will begin working on our YouTube channel, and we have so much more planned. Now, let's get back to our current adventure. Well, welcome back to episode 16. We're going to be talking about tipping. Eow,
0: poof, like that?
1: No, no tipping cows. Okay. It's only in the movies.
0: Or no tipping waiters. Well, really, if they're sleeping on the job, standing yeah, up, they then deserve no to be tipping.
1: tipped. no tipping.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Not tipped. Come on, wake up, Mister. Wake Mr. it up.
1: Wake it up. Mr. So let me let me ask you this question: Are you a good tipper?
0: Well, I I do. I always do the minimal, and sometimes I'll go twenty or twenty five percent. Yeah.
1: Very good.
0: Because uh, easy. I remember one of the. Uh, smart things when I was a kid. I was like, oh, I know how to figure out 15%, you know, or like you ever remember a moment from your class, you're like, anybody figure out a smart way to do that? And you go, yeah, you just take 10%, which is easy. And then you add half of that and you got 15%. Very good, Tyson. Very good. <laughs> good job. <I> <laughs> so I'll always remember that day. So yeah, I, I tend to always do that because, and especially now, like a, I'm not going to complain unless it's really bad because I know it's a tough job, and especially now that I have a little bit of history of doing that, and I especially know that they don't get junk for money, right. otherwise. So, but of course, what you're getting to is the idea of, and I and I experience this. How much do they report?
1: Right, right. So first of all, I'm a very good tipper. I have been a bartender. I have been a waitress, um, and I. I know how much work it takes and, and being in that field, you know, how really good they are. Most people I don't really think realizes what a good weight, you know, what weight person is. I don't know what they call each other, weight person, waitress, waiter, whatever. Um, but so we'll, we'll talk really quickly about when someone, when they have a conversation about waiting and people don't want a tip and, what I tell people is if you're going to a restaurant that you know you have to tip and you don't have enough money to go, please don't go. Yeah, like that's I, not like, difficult. That's like that's and and it's a no-brainer. So if you're out there and you're like, "Well, I mean, I already had to spend $75 on my meal and I didn't have any money to tip, don't go because sure, you, you don't have, have, have enough money to go. Meal. Because the tip is very important to these people who are making less than $3 an hour. Um, and they're working their butt off. Now, if they're not working their butt off, I mean, they still are doing something. And maybe a manager needs to be talked to or something. I mean, what are you
0: making versus their three and a half to four or five dollars an hour? Right. You know, so you got to think if you're not tipping them. I know they have more than one table, but anyway, go ahead.
1: So yeah, they have. Anyway, so if anybody comes up and you're like, "Well, I didn't leave a tip because I just didn't have any money," um, then you shouldn't go. You shouldn't go there. But as a waiter or a waitress, first of all, tips are supposed to be earned. And so you have to actually do the job. And a lot of people, the basic things are pay attention to me, fill the drinks, clear the table and have a good personality and a smile and make me feel as if I am, you know, like... You were that you care that I'm there, and yes, welcome me to the restaurant. It's really not that hard. Uh, but each restaurant is different, each job is different, each wait, each waitress job is different. Uh, depending on how many tables you get, how busy a restaurant it is, some feet meals are faster than others, some aren't. Many have multiple courses, just different stuff like that. But what we're going to talk about today is. Those people that are making tips, a lot of them do not claim tips as much as much as they should on their. The
0: overwhelming temptation is to do that, right? And like where I worked, if it was electronic, you couldn't avoid it. You know, if if you signed it, if they you know put it on their on their receipt, then that's what it was. But if they gave cash, then the machines would allow you to do a certain amount that would be less than that because there's you know there's nobody auditing it. Right. Um, However, if it was too low, at least where I worked, it'd be like, really? Only 2%? Really? you got to put in more than that. Yeah. Which is funny, but it it did work that way. So you go, okay, well, I'll nudge it up a little bit more. Uh, And that may have been just at the end of the day. I can't remember if it was every single one because any particular person may not leave a tip. Uh, So anyway, yeah, the overwhelming temptation is going to be to not put that that you got as much of a tip as you did. If right, it was cash. right.
1: Well, and because that goes on your taxes and they take out taxes and stuff like that. And you
0: could hit another tax bracket, although right. I'm not saying anybody was that close to pinning, but some people if they had a good day, they can mm-hmm. almost make up for a pretty good paying job.
1: Well and I you know, like years and years ago, the reason that they paid two fifteen an hour is because that was supposed to cover the taxes of your tips. So, you really were getting paid zero dollars. And all you were going to do is you were going to collect your $600 in tips. And then that $215 an hour with those 30 or 40 hours, that money went into your check to pay the Social mm-hmm. Security, Medicare, and federal. And then you, yeah, that so you the really employer... didn't get, you maybe got a $5 check because right. that check was really trying to do it. And so, let me tell you the benefits of when you claim your tips as a waiter or waitress.
0: Well, claiming them fully? Is that what you mean? Well, not
1: even claiming them oh, okay. fully. I'm just telling you why you claim them. So why you're putting them on there is because if you um, want to retire and ever collect Social Security and Medicare, and this is your job, you are a full-time waitress, and that's what you've been doing your whole life.
0: For that and matter, unemployment too, right?
1: Unemployment, yeah. Um, does that no. work
0: off your current employer yeah. or your whole history of It employers? goes
1: back. But if you've only been a waitress or a waiter your whole life, because some people, that's their full-time job. That's what they've always done. So that's who we're talking to. The same thing. They're going to look at your income and they're going to be like, you don't make any money. And when you go to get Social Security and you're claiming none of your tips, and so you're basically claiming that you make $8,000, $10,000 a year, Your Social Security is based on that. But here's the thing. When you claim your tips on your paycheck, your employer has to pay half of the Social Security and Medicare. They're actually contributing money into that fund for you. All right? Right. So some people don't want to do that, and that's fine. But you want to go buy a house?
0: Do you want to get a car? You don't have a history. It's showing falsely that you made less than you did.
1: Right, because you can't go, oh, well, this year I'm going to go ahead and probably make about 50000 I mean, you've got to think about, you know, you got to think about when you're going to use your tax returns to purchase anything. So sometimes having low tax returns is helpful. Okay, that's fine. Let's say you never want to buy a house and you're never going to buy a car. That's not like you're just going to pay cash for it. Then you need to make sure that you go and you set up your own retirement because Social Security is not going to be enough for you to survive when all you're doing is claiming about $12,000 a year income. You're going to get about five or $600 a month to live off of. And that's about In it. In
0: reality, that's because even though you made more, you really didn't put as much into the you system. You didn't claim
1: it. Yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, you, no, and you literally didn't put as much. No, you, you
1: didn't pay it, but if you're not claiming it. You're not paying it. You're not going to get it back. Right. So, so I tell people, all right, that's fine. I get the fact that you are so, you know, you don't want to do it, but you need to take maybe 10% of like at the end of the month, you need to keep track of it and you need to invest in a Roth IRA or you need to get some sort of a retirement plan set up. Basically, that's just the important thing to do it. So you should do that regardless, even if you're claiming the tips. But just remember when you're not claiming your tips and you're saving that money on your taxes, you're eliminating the possibility of purchasing something that's going to require your tax return because you don't have check stubs. They're literally going to look at your tax return and they're going to be like, and you want to buy this house? And if you're if you're bringing home $1,000 dollars a week in tips, but you're only claiming $300, they're not going to give you, you're not going to get to buy that house that you want because they're literally going to look at your income and be like, you don't make enough money for me to get you a loan. even with a big
0: down payment, they may not. Because even with a big down payment, it's still probably a pretty high percentage of your house you would would have to put on a loan. Right. Um, The other thing too is that what, what does it mean as far as what you're eligible for when it comes to I'm trying to think of different retirement plans when you're I know this is only semi related, but I'm just thinking maybe that also hurts them as far as it it is like a certain percentage of your pay can go into like a there's a maximum there's a maximum maximum amount
1: that the government allows you to do, yeah. And it changes every year. So, you know, you can only put so much money into a retirement account.
0: What if you maxed it out and you are a server that was otherwise claiming very little income, would they be like this is fishy? Why so much of your money going into your They return?
1: wouldn't. Like Probably not. They wouldn't really know that what's going on. And you have to think about it. How much how much if the, if they were to try to audit you and they come in and they try to audit you and let's say that you didn't claim $30,000 worth of your income for them to come and them to audit you, for them to go and make their $2,500 of tax dollars on you or $3,000 or whatever it is, is the cost out, you know, right. for the for the audit. What's it going to cost? So you're pretty safe on that, but you're just kind of screwing yourself um, if you're not at least claiming, you know... A, a, and a reasonable amount of tips. You don't have to claim it all, but you really need to think about your future. If, if waiting tables... Now, if you work a full-time job like you do, and then you go and you work at a bar like every Saturday night,
0: yeah, it's not that totally big
1: of different. a deal. Because you've already got your job paying and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're still supposed to claim it. There's all the laws and all that stuff. And I think it's like... Anytime you make over twenty dollars in tips, you're supposed to claim it or something. I'd be like, like that.
0: so uh, how's orange juice sound for you? Orange orange juice on the rocks. <laughs> and they'd be like, Can they say anything else? I'd have to be like, you have to talk to George. <laughs> yeah, <'cause laughs> I I don't know how to make how, a drink. How, how, <laughs> see how much those tips add up for me. <laughs> you
1: might not make any tips. We might not have to worry about that with you. But yeah, so those are those are those are things that people don't even think about. And the same thing is um, exotic dancers or strippers and stuff like that. You know, there's no paycheck. They're basically an independent contractor normally at a bar. So that bar isn't, they're just literally, they're making tips. And so they have all the expenses. They have to pay the house manager. They have to pay the DJ. They have to do that. So they're whatever. Well, it comes to find out that a lot of them don't. They, you know, no one knows that they're dancers. They don't ever put it on their taxes. And then they go, they want to go buy a car and they're like, well, I haven't done a tax return in like seven years. You have to, like, if you really want to build up your credit and you want to get credit, you need to claim taxes. And if you've got a child and you're a dancer, you can get a earned income credit and you can get thousands of dollars to pay all of that stuff. So... For when you're for on the income. on the pole income. in
0: the home where you're practicing? No.
1: <laughs> For the earned income credit for your child. Right, right. Just your As taxes. Because you're not making
0: enough. Yet. Yeah, because
1: you're not making enough money. But you still have all those expenses. So they don't even understand that part of it. So when tips are involved, you know, you're keeping the tips. But reality is, is if you're not feeding into Social Security, and yes, it's still going to be around for a little while longer. They're going to threaten you in the media. And they're going to tell you no. But, I mean, it's going to be around. It's it's it not going to pay all of your bills. Amiss. Right, yes it's for it's, sure, it's not going to pay all of your bills, so you really should think about retirement and putting your money someplace else. So, as for tipping, you need to make sure that you're tipping, but for those people who are getting tips, you really need to think about your finance, your future. And if this is if this is only thing going on your tax return, you really need to think about it. I I try to tell that people all the time. I'm like your employer has no reason to tell you to claim tips because it costs them money. Good point. For the tips. Like they're kind of like, "Well, I guess you, don't you only want to, made." It's with me. Now, an employer legally has to pay you minimum wage. So, if you come in at 2.15 an hour and you come on a shift and you don't average out that week. Right. Um, then they're supposed to pay you. Yep, Most employers right. don't even know that. Yeah. And I don't even know if it's per day or if it's on the average, meaning at the end of the month and you work, let's say they pay two right. I mean, at the end of the week, if they pay $215 an hour and you've worked you've worked 30 hours, you have to at least make 30 times 725 or whatever minimum wages an hour. So you've got two hundred and ten dollars. So if you have only made a hundred and eighty dollars, that employer has to kick in the other amount for that. Because you have to make minimum wage. And so some employers might be like that's why employers like to pay like five dollars an hour knowing that they only have to claim two dollars and 25 cents an hour more in tips so they'll be like well they worked 30 hours you're gonna claim 71 dollars in tips right. you know there's there's games and all that kind of stuff i'm i I don't, I don't do that ours all goes through the computer i was um i was trying to guesstimate on some some tips And it was way too high. And so we put it now through the computer. So credit cards come through automatically. They have to register. So when I get their report, it tells me how much their tips are. Um, So uh, I think it's important. I think people need to think about their future. So that's kind of what we talked about the tips tonight. We're at the beginning of the year. People, uh, the same thing with self-employed income. That's great if you want to have a really low income. It helps out with student loans or Pell Grants and and all that stuff. But reality is, if you're not thinking about your future with putting money other places, you might be a little sorry Um, when you get to be older. uh, I'm going to work the rest of my life, so I'm I'm not worried about it. (laughs) (laughs) Never going to be, never going to not be working, hopefully. I will... uh, I, I enjoy my, you know, working one day a week.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, I, 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 I'm not trying to minimize, but yeah, I, I, I'll be like, no, I can see you doing this. So mm-hmm. you got, you got your little. Your balanced, your life balance going mm-hmm. where no one's no one's dragging you through seventy no. hour weeks. No, and yeah. Get your stuff done as you to the scale you want to do. Right. Live within your means and go use your points and
1: use my points. Have relaxation. I am twenty twenty. I am. I, am uh, I do have a Roth IRA, so I will start putting money back into that. I had to stop back when I had to file bankruptcy on my ex husband's crap um, because they could take all of that from me. And I was like, "No, don't take my seven hundred and fifty dollars in retirement." And so I never picked it back up again because that just kind of knocked me for a loop back then. So I need to get that going back up and get some money saved. Um, I'm still a young chick. <laughs> I retire when I'm like ninety-one.
0: Yeah, you have you have uh, good genes on uh, in your family.
1: Um, my dad died at sixty-three. So. Well. No, no, not so much. Um, I, do, we, I do want to say um, that we're going to take a break right now, and I want to um, have you guys listen to my next Superstar segment. We're going to talk with Holly Torres. So we're going to take a break. We have a little intro to the Superstar segment, and then we will be right back. Welcome, everyone. This is Kim Schultz with Kimology 411, and we are on our second superstar segment. Now, I know a lot of superstars, so we're starting out with number two. I have my friend Holly with resilience training with us today. Holly, hello. Hi. How is everything going at your new gym? It's awesome. It's a roller coaster, but with every roller coaster it's got its ups and downs, but it's always fun. That's awesome. Now I am going to let you guys know that right now we have interrupted our other show with Tyson and I. And we're just gonna go over a little bit about what Holly is going to talk about throughout the next couple months during the show. And then we're gonna go over to the actual superstar segment. So then you'll be able to listen to the full interview there. So right now what we're gonna do is she's going to be going through did we say 10? Yep. We have 10 different things. So she's going to tell you those 10 different things, but then you're going to have to listen to the next 10 episodes to even get to see what those are because we're going to insert those and we're going to continue helping people make those um, resolutions or as I like to call them goals um, from the previous episodes that we did come true. She's going to try to help you with that. So go ahead and let us know what are these 10 things that we're going to talk about. So in my opinion, um, goals, plan, accountability system, know your level, work on past and present injuries first, a nutrition plan, meal prep, stretch and recover, a follow up system and then reevaluate or conquer. Perfect. Now, so for those people that are listening to this um, episode that Tyson and I are doing, uh, are are you able to help people that are not in Topeka? Yes, absolutely. Okay, perfect. Okay, so we're going to continue over to the Superstar segment, and you're going to have to continue listening to Tyson and I because we're freaking awesome, and then go listen to the rest of this episode, and it will just be Superstar with Holly Torres with... Resilience training. So thank you guys. All right. Well, I hope you enjoy that superstar segment. Holly has a lot to say about um, working out, personal trainers, and you're going to learn a lot more in her superstar segment. Sounds good. Do you, have you ever had a personal trainer before? No. No? Either have I. I'm too stubborn. I don't want people telling me what to do ever. I've, I've
0: taken classes and I like yeah, that sometimes. That. sometimes as a... Change of pace, right? Like at one of the corporate offices I worked at, they actually had a gym and they had a full time. I think it was contracted trainer, but still, the person was full time there, and they would schedule classes. And those are fun, you know. Back right. in the um, what you call it, uh, beach body.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the
0: various. What's the what's the the big one that people did all the time about oh. six years ago. Anyway, that one.
1: I know what you're talking about. Um,
0: they were very hard and you sweat a lot on them. Yeah. Yeah. So I
1: never did them because I'm that's this too much. Is work. Close
0: as I I, close as I was like really good at that because I've got good cardio once it develops at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, just beating
1: everything. I, I did every that minute. when I was younger. I loved it. I could work out for two hours. Now mm-mm, I have no interest.
0: If I went back to it, I'd still be good at it, but I haven't even picked picked up running again so yeah uh personal trainers i can see where i am now like if you get in the stage in life where it's like how many times do i have to kind of start back up working out again and that extra little voice well, like pc reason. or P. p90x p90x
1: there you go are people I'm like, listening are like they're gonna think of it i'm getting that like my it. brain I, w- I didn't even look it up on my phone i'm just like Beachbody, it's like a and fx then all px something x yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I used to love doing this, this, the step aerobics and all that kind of stuff, right. but I honestly, I just, I like my yoga and I like to just work out by myself. And so is
0: hard, man.
1: Yeah. You'll hear, For you'll hear about, especially. you'll hear about that when um, Holly and I are talking and then you'll hear her commercials going all the way through Feb, starting through in February. We've got 10 different commercials. She's going to talk about 10 different things you need to include, incorporate to achieve your New Year's goals on uh, losing weight. So anyway, we are excited about that. And so we're going to uh, conclude this um, episode. Um, Now we have uh, a lot more to say um, and a lot more to do. Uh, Vacations are over. Yeah,
0: what we're thinking coming up is we've got that, um, hold on, which episode the- is this? Okay, so we've got one on on medication costs.
1: Medication costs, yeah.
0: Yeah, and someone a specific listener asked about good RX and mm-hmm. how it is kind of mind blowing. You can go to some site and pay a lot less than what your you know supposedly pretty good or decent insurance right has you pay. It's like I don't right. understand how that works. So honestly, we haven't totally figured out yet. Yeah, I've so- done some research on on costs in general. So that is a pretty interesting topic. We'll cover that one.
1: We sure will. So anyway, everyone, thank you so much for giving us your time, and we appreciate our listeners. And we're excited that our show is growing and growing and growing. We actually have more listeners. More can listeners. I say, can uh-huh. I say,
0: go Chiefs!
1: Yay! Woohoo! Or not?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe next year <laughs> when we're paying. That's right.
1: We're- it's for like what's for it's for both. It's like go Chiefs. We're not saying which year. Yeah. We're just...
0: Yeah, exactly. When maybe by now Patrick Mahomes is it has to give, uh, gets everybody, every fan's season tickets holders a firstborn child. He's making exactly. so much money. I exactly. don't know. Exactly.
1: Who knows? But
0: hopefully they're in the Super Bowl. So yeah, well, I'm thinking ahead. Hope. Remember, recorded this a couple yeah, weeks before. Yeah,
1: because... Um, I had to go to Florida, and so, yeah, and I'm sure I had a lot of fun in Florida. Just,
0: Vacations uh, of future past. Right, it's like, exactly. yeah, I had to go.
1: I had to. I had to go next to, week
0: <laughs> <laughs> to Florida. And that's what I
1: like about the show. This is not an on time, like, we're doing this right there because we have flipping lives. And so the topics that we- Speak
0: for yourself.
1: <laughs> well, I have a life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Tyson lives vicariously through my life.
0: That's right, that's right. <laughs>
1: So make sure you go to our Facebook group and comment in Kimology 411 and once again if you haven't already joined why not. And so thank you Tyson for helping make Kimology so awesome.
0: You hear that crowd? That was
1: a crowd, yeah. yeah. Like we have like we need to we need to have sound effects sometimes so we can have a live studio audience. Right. <gasps> what? Do you have like a little like a keyboard that you has can, like sounds on it?
0: You can make that pretty easy. Yeah, we he could like make add
1: it. that. Well, like so, as we do it, we can like write down the things, and we can go in and insert them. <laughs>
0: or maybe just have them near the microphone though, so the they microphone? hear them enough. We're we're not operating off the most complicated system <laughs> just yet. Just no, yet. not
1: yet. We haven't grown. We haven't grown that big.
0: But yeah, yet. thank you, Kim. It's been wow. We're on sixteen now. I know sixteen. Woo. so before That's you know lot. it, we'll be well. Shoot, we're almost to a quarter of a year. <gasps> 52, 26. We're over that. We are. We're past a quarter of the year.
1: Look at that.
0: Just in regular episodes, let alone excursions. We've been
1: going, yeah. So this, yeah. Is, this is good. This is longer than a lot of different podcasts lasts. Yeah. Like I know that a lot of people go, I went and listened to them. And they have like three episodes. And, and the reason that... I mean, I I want at least 25 episodes, and then I'm going to do some marketing so that we can get more listeners, but Mm -hmm. I wanted people to come in and see that we're, like, dedicated and that we've really been at it, as opposed to they come in, and I'm trying to get people to listen, and they only have, like, three things to listen to. You're going to have a variety of things to listen to, and they're all pretty awesome.
0: And it's going to be fun to see. By that time, there's going to be, like, you'll see the backstory because we'll have had so many episodes. (laughs) and see how we've developed or at least changed.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like this year 2020 we're keeping episodes not to be like a trilogy.
0: <laughs> That's our resolution.
1: Yes it is. So everyone, thank you and we'll talk to you soon. Please make sure to keep taking all of your adventures. Bye-bye.